0: It's December 16th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver.
1: And I'm Chris Kotnor.
0: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Russia unleashed the 7th large-scale missile barrage on Ukraine this morning, targeting energy infrastructure across the country. The Kyiv Independent is reporting that explosions were reported in Kyiv and multiple other Ukrainian cities after the air raid alert went off in all regions except occupied Crimea and Luhansk Oblast. According to Kirailo Timoshenko, the deputy head of the president's office, Russia hit energy facilities in several Ukrainian oblasts. Due to that, the authorities are imposing emergency blackouts.
1: Japan has said it would begin a once-unthinkable $320 billion military buildup that would arm it with missiles capable of striking China and ready it for sustained conflict as regional tensions and Russia's Ukraine invasion stoke war fears, according to Al Jazeera. In its sweeping five-year plan and revamped national security strategy, the government said early this morning it would also stockpile spare parts and other munitions, reinforce logistics, develop cyber warfare capabilities, and cooperate more closely with the United States and other like minded nations to deter threats to the established international order. Japan's post World War II constitution does not officially recognize the military and limits it. To nominally self defensive capabilities.
0: According to Deutsche Welle, yesterday a judge in Peru has ordered ousted President Pedro Castillo to spend 18 months in custody amid deadly nationwide protests. Peru's Supreme Prosecutor Alcides Chinche argued that Castillo posed a flight risk after he allegedly tried to seek asylum at the Mexican embassy in the Peruvian capital of Lima. At least 14 people have been killed during demonstrations following Castillo's removal from office. Four airports have been shut down due to the protests, and more than 100 roads around the country have been blocked.
1: Elsewhere, according to reporting from the BBC, The Thai king's eldest daughter collapsed from a heart condition on Wednesday evening, Thailand's royal palace says. The 44-year-old was taken to a nearby hospital, then taken by helicopter to Bangkok, where she is being treated. The palace described her condition last night as stable to a certain extent. The statement says nothing about her state of health now. Some reports have suggested it is a lot more serious than stated. The princess is the daughter of the king's first wife and his eldest child. She has been part of her father's innermost circle since he succeeded King Boomaball in 2016 and has been made a senior officer in the king's personal guard. She is the most visibly accomplished of the inner royal circle with postgraduate degrees in law from two U.S. universities.
0: Le Monde reports that yesterday, the European Union adopted a plan for a global minimum 15% tax on multinational businesses, after leaders gave final approval following months of wrangling. The landmark agreement between nearly 140 countries is intended to stop governments racing to cut taxes to lure the world's richest firms to their territories. The implementation of the minimum tax in the 27-nation European Union has already been delayed as member states raised objections or adopted blocking tactics. Most recently, Poland blocked formal adoption of the measure while arguing about unrelated measures, such as sanctions on Russia. But at yesterday's summit, such reticences were negotiated away, and the tax will now come into effect across the block at the end of next year.
1: Reuters is reporting that the United States has pledged an additional $2.5 billion in emergency assistance and medium to long term food security assistance for resilient African food systems and supply markets, the White House said in a statement. We're facing a global food crisis. And nowhere is it felt more keenly than on the African continent, President Biden said on the last day of a three-day summit in Washington with African leaders from 49 countries and the African Union. Food insecurity has worsened in much of Africa in recent years, driven by protracted armed conflicts and the impacts of climate change, which has led to prolonged droughts in some areas and crop-destroying floods in others. But the situation was aggravated by a pandemic-provoked economic downturn, rising debt levels, and more recently, the fallout from Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which is partly responsible for food, fuel, and fertilizer price spikes.
0: The AP is reporting that the Congress of El Salvador has voted to extend President Nayib Bukele's emergency powers to crack down on gangs for yet another month. The vote late Wednesday extends for the ninth time the measures enacted after a surge of murders in March, and ensures they will last into 2023. The crackdown appears to have widespread popular support despite evidence of abuses. More than 60,000 people have been arrested under the measures, which suspended some constitutional rights and gives police more powers to arrest and hold suspects. El Salvador's gangs, which have been estimated to count some 70,000 members in their ranks, have long controlled swaths of territory and extorted and killed with impunity. Recent polls show support for the measures, reaching nearly 90% among Salvadorans.
1: In lighter news from the New York Times, a huge tropical aquarium burst in a hotel in downtown Berlin this morning Sending waves of seawater through the lobby and onto the street. Around 1,500 tropical fish that lived in the 50 foot high, 264,000 gallon cylindrical tank were not expected to survive. The aquarium burst in 1 million liters of water, and 1,500 fish were very suddenly discharged to the ground floor, said Mike Bax, a spokesman for the Berlin Fire Brigade. The cylindrical tank, called Aquadom, and part of the Sea Life tourist attraction in Berlin, was built in the hotel in 2003. The cause of the collapse was not immediately clear, though local news reports suggested a technical defect was to blame.
0: Something about that news story seems fishy, Chris. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. This weekend, we'll speak with Josh Schroeder, author of a recent op-ed in stick titled A New U.S.-Africa Partnership Must Start With Diplomacy. If you aren't a member, go to the dsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources, and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.